0: Good day, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. Welcome to the Friday Show. I mentioned that it's Friday because Fridays have two exceptional hours. Exceptional not in the sense of better quality. Uh, I intend every show to be that way every hour. But they are exceptions in that they are happiness hour and whatever's on your mind hour. But the first hour, we feature some thoughts and observations on the passing parade known as life how many Americans think that the COVID-19 Wuhan flu came from an animal is that an interesting question you think a lot what do you think um, Mr. Triple G Right. So, but nevertheless, do you think it came from an animal or a lab? Do humans count as animals? It's a fine response. And, okay. So, my theory may not be accurate. Two people present at this time think that a lot of Americans still believe that. What would it take for nearly all Americans to understand that it did come from a lab you do wonder in you know ohio i wonder because this past year and a half has sobered me with regard to a lot of my fellow Americans perhaps the saddest thing that i can say maybe i had a romantic view of most Americans brave and free the land of the brave and the home of the free Do you know, the living martyr was up uh, in Northern California. It's really technically central, but it's called L.A. area and San Diego area, known as Southern California, for those of you who don't live in California, and the San Francisco Bay Area is known as Northern California, even though it's really in the middle of the state in terms of North-South. But anyway, he was going to Northern California. Eight out of Denny's and was served with a plastic knife and fork this is uh, this happened on june 3rd of the year 2021 why is denny's using plastic utensils by the way th- th- there's an irony in this the woke are really torn between two uh, forms of hysteria, plastics ruining our oceans, and plastics necessary because they're disposable, and we don't want people to touch the same object that another person touched. By the way, which has been completely removed as an issue by the scientific community, there is no basis for inanimate object tra- objects transmitting COVID. If, if this country can be said to have done one thing in the last year and a half, it is not follow the science. It is another enormous lie of the left that they follow the science. They follow the scientists they agree with, period, end of issue. Scientists with whom they differ are shut down, like non-scientists with whom they differ are shut down. As John Oliver responded to my public Invitation to debate the Middle East after his hate-filled, idiotic rant that I decimated on my fireside chat? Of course not. It's another thing I I point out all the time. They don't debate leftists. For good reason, I might add. Because any competent conservative would would win the debate. Leftism is not rooted in facts. It's not rooted in reason. Plastic utensils. It it, it reflects so poorly on Denny's uh, th- that the management is so moronic that I... I, I <laughs> I'm at a loss for words. Plastic utensils. And that... Remember the the steel utensils that would normally be used would have been washed in boiling water. Denny's does not serve used utensils. And still that is not enough? In California, a state run by very sick bad people, truly bad people, they will still require workers to wear masks like waiters and waitresses. Why? Uh, Tell me why, including the ones who've been vaccinated. You know what you are expected to believe, that if you're vaccinated, you... You should care whether I wear a mask. Why would you care if I wear a mask if you're vaccinated? Why would you Why would you need a vaccination if you already had COVID? Why would young people who are so unlikely to get sick, let alone die from it, why would they need to get vaccinated? an experimental drug. I don't say it doesn't work. Would you want your child to get this? Apparently a lot of parents do. What, what a time we live in. Do you know, it's? Uh, this is an amazing story here. The former CDC director... Robert Redfield received death threats from scientists for supporting the Wuhan lab leak theory. From scientists, another lesson. I, yeah, you know what, i got to write a column. Lessons of the last year and a half. They're dark lessons. The number of low-life scientists is pretty high. I mean, people... Uh, who are bereft of character. Liars, ideologues, threateners. There, There are honorable scientists, but I don't know, I just don't know if the percentage of honorable scientists is similar to the percentage of honorable anything else. Are there more honorable doctors and scientists percentage-wise, than honorable, well, I was going to say contractors, but my experience with contractors (laughs) is so poor. (laughs) that I have, I, 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 there may be more dishonorable contractors than doctors. (laughs) So, all right, you see, there you go. Yeah. That's a uh, that's a consolation. <laughs> you know that the Hebrew word for consolation is half a consolation. They don't, there's no they don't use the term consolation as much as half a consolation. It's not meant to be cute, it's just the term. Because maybe there is no cons- full consolation in life. Maybe there are only half consolations. Former U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention director Robert Redfield says he received death threats from fellow scientists after saying he suspected that the Chinese Communist Party virus originated in a Wuhan laboratory. Redfield told Vanity Fair, this is amazing, it might be the the one decent article in the last five years in Vanity Fair, in an interview published on June 3rd, that he received a significant amount of backlash after he told CNN earlier this year that he's a proponent of the theory the virus leaked from the Wuhan Institute of Virology in Wuhan, China. Saying he was, quote, threatened and ostracized because I proposed another hypothesis. Redfield told the magazine that he, quote, expected it from politicians. I didn't expect it from science. Well, you didn't get it from science. You got it from scientists. In my commentary on the Bible, the Rational Bible, I list about 15 false gods. And science is one of them. You are now living through the validity of that understanding. 1 8 Prager 776. 800 right, everybody. I welcome you back. Turns out, two callers are correcting me about Denny's. For those of you new to my show, you will be interested to know I love being corrected because I don't want to say what's wrong. It's as simple as that. So let's, uh, let's hear the correction from the mouths of those who know. Raquel in Pasadena, California. Hello.
1: Hi, Dennis. I believe that the reason that Dennis is serving plastic is because why would a dishwasher not stay home and receive the enhanced unemployment benefit?
0: So this is your theory or you know this?
1: No, it's just my theory.
0: Ah, cuz you're not you're not the only one. So we don't know that for a fact. It makes perfect sense to me except it's the only restaurant that I have I have frequented even in the uh, unfree state of California, the sovietized state uh, that does serve plastic ware. But uh uh there's another one. Bonnie in Sun Valley, California. What What do you say about this?
1: Well, I did ask at one of the restaurants that I would serve plastic utensils, and they said it was because they couldn't get a dishwasher.
0: Okay. That's good. So I, uh-huh. I
1: asked, and that was the reason. And I have had it served to me more than once at restaurants. Plastic utensils, paper plates. Right, so that was my question. Cuts. Did
0: do they use paper plates at Denny's?
1: Well, I haven't been to Denny's, but there are a couple. Well, you said I you asked. No, you Denny's.
0: said you asked, so I assumed you were.
1: I did ask, yes, and they did use paper plates where I had asked.
0: Oh, they did. Okay, that makes sense then. All right, and you know, if that is true, my friends, you know why they can't find dishwashers, because the policy of the Democratic the democrats in power is to pay people not to work there there is an agenda here because the the, mo- the more people are reliant on the government the the greater we the greater the movement toward power what was it that was said yesterday was it by a caller no it was by no by a guest the transfer of power from the individual to the state this is this is the the best one sentence explanation of leftist the leftist goal that i have ever heard the transfer of power from the individual to the state that's that's why they hate the car the car gives you power the thermostat gives you power. They would like to get you out of cars, and they would like to control your thermostat. Everything falls into place, almost everything, when you realize that that is an end. That's why they constantly rail on the left against individualism. Unless you are not an individual, you are an enemy of leftism. They don't want you to be an individual. You are, for example, you are not an individual. You are a black. You are a white. You are a South Pacific Islander. But you are not Jamie. That you are not. This is one of the arenas where I know that this is the, and, and anyone who's honest knows that this is an end and a, and a goal of the left. But it is one of the arenas where I don't have any relationship to it. I understand bank robbers. Okay? It's not that I don't understand people who do evil. It is that I don't understand all people who do evil. I don't understand the child molester. I don't have to battle anything in me that wishes to molest a child. I have to battle bad things. That's not one of them. So I don't understand. I just don't understand the desire to reduce human beings to cogs, to race or or to the, uh, the servant of the state. What is it we all have in common? Government. That's what they say. And and vast numbers of young people find that appealing. That's what's scary. Yes, I am just a white, I am just a black. I I I would like to have daycare for my children paid for, the school breakfast and lunches paid for, my health care paid for, my student loans paid for In fact, no student loans. I want my college education paid for. What exactly do I do? What am I responsible for if the state does this all? And you don't see how Mephistophelian this is from Mephistopheles the devil. It's a bargain. It's It's a diabolical bargain. We will take care of you. You give us you. We take your soul, we give you benefits, and that is, that is considered by vast numbers of Americans just wonderful. To me that's dystopia, not wonderful. All right, 1-8 Prager 776. Oh my God, look at that. Chris's dad, and Chris is in Pensacola, Florida, passed away last night in Canada. They closed the borders. <laughs> Canada's worse than us. Call Nick at 800-221-7694, 800-221-7694, AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. Welcome back. Dennis Prager here. I just got word from the living martyr that they told him at Denny's it was because of COVID that they were using plastic utensils not that they couldn't that they couldn't <laughs> I'm laughing because Triple G said he can't believe the living martyr goes to Denny's this is not meant I promise you in any way to denigrate Denny's but why do you think he's called the living martyr where did you get that wrong that's exactly where one would expect the living martyr to go Nah, no, I'm sorry. Anyway, I would eat at Danny's. I just want to say, okay, I I, okay, I want to make that clear. But uh, they told him that it was COVID. Would you, wouldn't you like to know? Do you know the only people you, you, I cannot get on the radio, aside from leftists, they, they never come on, almost never come on. They don't go on any conservative medium because they're afraid to. We're not afraid to go on their media. I hereby announce I will go on any show on CNN, MSNBC, NPR, PBS, ABC, NBC, ABC, CBC, BBC, da 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 da, da. That invites me. But they don't invite us, and they, we invite them, and they don't show up. I ask you all to go to the fireside chat that I did a couple of weeks ago analyzing the John Oliver hate rant, the moronic hate rant against Israel. So I answered what he said while playing his video and constantly invited him on. He could come on a fireside chat. He can come on my show. We can meet at his house and debate. But of course he wouldn't debate. That's why it's so easy to be a leftist. You can say what you want and there is no pushback. None. Nobody there to challenge you. They're never challenged. Not in elementary school, high school, college, TV, anywhere. So that's that's the story on that. All righty, let's see here. Yeah, I believe that. A lot of people are not finding people to work. That is correct. So what, what do you think about the virus uh, having been made in a lab? And how do, you, how do you explain this government's hands-off policy with regard to China? Oh, they're still absolutely angry at Russia and Putin by name, but China? If you think clearly, do you not believe China is a greater threat to the United States on any, on, in any dimension than is Russia? Something you should know about China that many people do not know, the Chinese regard themselves as special. Now, by the way, so do Americans. A lot of groups do. I don't see, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying it as a critique, but I want you to know that it's true. The word for China in Chinese is middle or center kingdom. China should be the center of the world, is the view of of many Chinese, including the Chinese Communist Party. And with America having a president who craps on his own country versus a Chinese dictator who constantly speaks of the greatness of his country, guess who's more likely to win that battle? Leaders who crap on their country, who have contempt for it? A party in power which can only speak about its country's rot, its moral rot, its decay, its u- its worthlessness? Or a country... That speaks about its greatness now, I believe there is a middle road. There is nothing wrong in in acknowledging the Tulsa massacre that took place exactly a hundred years ago. That is part of American history. It's a rotten part, but every country had such rot the The uniqueness of America is not what it did bad. The uniqueness of America is what it did good. Nobody else did as much good as this country. All right, everybody. We're now entering the realm of a man who needs no introduction. There are a handful of people of whom that is true. Ben Shapiro is clearly one of them. Hey, Ben, it's an interesting question. Let me ask you, if you uh, met somebody who clearly did not know you on an airplane, let's say, And they said, so what do you do? What would you say?
1: I'd tell them I'm a lawyer and end the conversation.
0: (laughs) That's a good one. That was fast. You would tell them you're a lawyer and that would end the conversation. You just never know who you're
1: talking to. So Uh you sort of have to ease into it, right? I mean, things are so polarized right now that... It, 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 I'm
0: not sure, honestly, whether it's better if somebody knows who I am or, or worse. It sort of depends where you are in the country, you know. Oh, oh we're we're all well aware of that. Yes, I, I understand that. A lawyer would end the conversation. That was good. I enjoyed that. Ben Shapiro is, of course, the uh, the head of the Daily Wire, which I I want. I've told Ben this. I just want all of you to know. I, Dennis Prager, pay my own money to be a member of the Daily Wire. I did not want a free subscription. I think you should support the things that are good. And he uh, is giving what Prager U has every year, a commencement address. After all, we call ourselves a university. We fully acknowledge we're not an accredited university, but we teach a lot. So we have an annual commencement address. This year, Ben Shapiro gives it. So, Ben, what is the topic?
1: The topic is how to fight back against the institutional authoritarian left that you are undoubtedly going to experience after you leave college. I think a lot of people exit college and they have the sort of conservative idea that the real world is going to knock some sense into everybody else and you do not have to go through the sort of authoritarian nonsense you went through while you were at university, and unfortunately, that is just not the case anymore. All of the- same authoritarians you had to deal with in a classroom now are your bosses at the corporations you're about to enter. And so the commencement address is about the challenges you're likely to face in the work world, which frankly was very similar to the challenges you face when you're in university.
0: And what should they do about it? What's your advice? I think
1: the first thing they have to do is uh, get organized. You have to find allies. You have to treat the renormalization of American institutions as a threat that it is. And, And what that means is that a small group of very Stubborn people can make a very large difference at a company. Saying no is a really, really important thing. And having a bunch of friends who will say no with you is an even more important thing. So just as the left likes to think institutionally by taking a kind of small, intransigent core of people and then insisting that everybody bow to them, everybody mimic their whims, you can do that in reverse. If, if your company is cramming down critical rates theory on you, you're fully within your rights to number one, go get a lawyer and sue them for violations of the Civil Rights Act. But number two, you can find enough people inside your company, probably, if it's large enough or depending where you are, to side with you. And if there is a, and if you guys sign a letter to the, to the bosses saying, listen, we are just not going to do your critical race theory training, we're not going to do this, this form of diversity training, either fire all of us or fire none of us. Corporations tend to back down. Corporations are really risk averse. They do not like litigation, they do not like controversy. And the the goal of conservatives at this point should not be to make corporations overtly conservative, again, maybe that's, you know, in the future, but to actually just reestablish the possibility of openness in a lot of these corporations and a lot of the workplaces that no longer exist.
0: Talking about the corporations, what do you think drives them to make these uh, woke statements, these, these hate America statements, hate white statements? Is it cowardice? Uh, Is it young employees who are pushing them? What do you think it is?
1: So it's all of the above, and it depends which group you're talking about. If you're talking about the people at the head of the corporations, it's risk aversion. Corporations are not known for being particularly risk-seeking because, again, they're they're profit-seeking and profit-maximizing, and they don't want to take risks that they don't have to take in their pursuit of of profit in a particular sphere. What the left has done is they've created a really perverse incentive structure where if you say something that violates the tenets of the woke. They will activate on social media, they will activate all of their friends and family to attack you on social media, and the typical risk averse move is to immediately take to that sort of pressure. Okay, so we issue a statement, what's the big deal? Okay, so we send a letter to our employees, what's the big deal, it gets everybody off our back and we can go about our daily business. Well, the problem is, soon you have the wolf basically running the place, right? This has happened everywhere from the New York Times to Coca-Cola, apparently. You have a small coterie of people who've been able to use the risk aversion of corporate bosses against them and that means that, that these corporate bosses are scared. The other thing that's happened is because of the complete rewriting of American law in the wake of the, the 1960s Civil Rights Act, uh, some of which was very good, but some of which went too far in terms of violations of, of individual rights. The, there's a, a lot of legal risk aversion that takes place as well. And there's this idea that if we train you in diversity training, if we, if we hire Robin DiAngelo or Ibrahim S. Kenny to give a lecture for 20 grand uh, a pop, then we've insulated ourselves from possible liability because if somebody sues you for discrimination, you say, Well, hey, we have diversity training, I don't know what you want from us. And right? we have individual employees who do this stuff, but we certainly didn't create a climate of racial intolerance. And so there's a legal risk aversion, there's a there's a market risk aversion. There's studies that show, by the way, that if corporations are liberal then the crowd tends to react to them not at all. People aren't typically bothered by it. They don't care. If corporations are apolitical, people don't tend to react particularly strongly to it. If a corporation is identified in any way as conservative, it immediately loses 30 points in popularity all from the left, deciding the corporation is evil because it's in any way conservative.
0: So why do they pay a price? If half the country is conservative, why do they only pay a price being conservative and never leftist?
1: Because the right wing doesn't think institutionally, number one. We tend to think individually. So our idea is, okay, well, if I don't like a product, I won't buy the product. But for the left, that's not the way this works. And for them, it's if I don't like a company, not only will I not buy their product, I will tell all my friends not to buy their product. I will wallop them in public. I will try and destroy the people who are at the head of the institution. I will shame them publicly. It's important to take over the institution. That, that's one thing. The other thing is that the right tends to separate off, I think, in a, in a very healthy way the product that they are buying from the ideology of the people who are making it. Right.
0: I've it's, always done that. That's
1: a, that's a good idea, right? Because if you want to have open markets, you really shouldn't have to check the ideology of your plumber before you hire a plumber. You shouldn't really have to check the ideology of the person who runs Coke before you buy a, a, a can of Coke. But the left doesn't think that way. The left has decided that it is a sign of moral virtue to to shop based on ideology. Just as they said in the 1960s that the personal is the political, they've now extended that to, to say that any product you buy is right. personal, which is political.
0: right. So I want to remind everybody, Ben Shapiro uh, gives this year's commencement address at PragerU. In 10 seconds, what do you think of living in Florida after a life in California?
1: I mean, it, it's an actual free state. I mean, honestly, if you've lived an entire life in California and you arrive in Florida, it feels like a different country. I mean, there's a different level of liberty. Put, put aside the tax rates. I mean, the fact is that this state was open last June, uh, and uh, and it shows. I mean, there's just been, like, right. more relaxed.
0: There's a, there's a feeling of more tolerance for people around you. It's yep. really Well, bless I mean. you, bless you. Ben Shapiro. Thank you, my friend. Free state he lives in, Ben. Anyway, watch the video. Watch all the commencement addresses. They're quite powerful. Your, your son or daughter will get so much more from the You commencement address than the drivel that they, they will get otherwise. If somebody wants to do some homework for me, here's a an assignment. send me I don't care what 100 universities you pick. send me the the names of the graduation speakers at a hundred colleges. Did one college in this country that is not already conservative, which is you know one percent of the colleges? have a non-left-wing speaker. I mean, some do. They will have somebody just speak about business or something. But it is part of the indoctrination that they get at their college. Anyway, watch this, the, the Ben Shapiro one. So a couple of comments here on your calls. Ginny in Glenview, Illinois, how can they prevent a stolen election? How's this for a start? Paper ballots. And you know you know how much hacking is going on now? This is, this is well known to all of you. There should be paper ballots. There shouldn't be six weeks leeway. Election Day has been crushed by the left and the right has gone along with it, as they so often do, but not always. Sometimes they fight back. Election day should be a sacred day. This is election day. If you can't vote in person, you ask for an absentee ballot and you vote. Why is that complex? Why is there a six-week leeway? Okay. You allow monitors from each party to observe everything that is going on. You have it all videoed. There are a lot of things that can be done. Then in Atlanta, don't follow the science, follow the wisdom. That is exactly correct. You follow the science for a scientific question, and you follow wisdom for a social question. Science tells me how bacteria work, how viruses work. Correct. But science doesn't tell me what to do about it for society. As we have learned in the last year and a half. I repeat, something I'm actually proud of. Over one year ago, I said that the lockdown was the greatest world mistake ever made. I was right. And the price paid is a dress rehearsal for police states. In the name of safety, your freedoms were taken away, and that's a big lesson.